0: Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Podcast Series. My name is Dana Hart, and we welcome you to our next episode in a special series addressing transfer pricing readiness amid economic uncertainty. In today's episode, we will be discussing transfer pricing and associated pricing policies. With the abrupt change in economic conditions and likelihood for ongoing challenges, Existing transfer pricing policies may no longer reflect economic realities. We will explore some of the issues being encountered and discuss alternatives to deal with the change. Joining me today to discuss this, I have Andrew Cassley. Andrew is the Transfer Pricing Leader for PwC UK. I also have Marco Fiacadori. Marco is a Transfer Pricing Partner with PwC US. And Mohamed Sarak. Transfer Pricing Leader for PwC in the Middle East. Andrew is our moderator for today. So, Andrew, over to you.
1: Thanks, Donna. I, for one, have been having some difficulty trying to detect any degree of uniformity in what various businesses seem to be experiencing. And I found it helpful to categorize the different things that uh, seem to be affecting people in three ways. There's the supply chain. Um, and whether that's holding together. There's demand disruption, and for some people demand is up, um, and for some it's flat, and for a lot it's, it's down. And then there's workforce, um, and that's actually getting everybody in place to keep both ends uh, functioning. A lot of the great patchwork court out there of what seems to be happening to people seems to arise from the different combinations of those things that they're suffering. And that therefore means that there will be different TP things to think about and issues um, to face. Um, Marco, does that resonate with you in terms of what you're seeing?
2: Yes, Andrew. I I think we are experiencing a very unique set of uh, circumstances. You know, there are many dimensions. So you mentioned these three buckets, which I, I think are very helpful to understand for global multinational, how this plays out. But within each, also you can see elements of speed of differences in geographies also in the footprint that perhaps uh, has diversified elements and so while you know within a group certain of these three forces may be impacted uh, within the same group because of diversification uh, others are happening and as well as depending on the government responses i think we're seeing this mix altering at a very fast pace and also changing I would say in in, uh, in a in a speed, I would say I would not recognize in other other events similar of uh, this kind. The other aspect from a TP perspective that we need to be mindful is that these specific circumstances are now challenging not only from you know from an economic standpoint but also from finding a way to uh, look for data, look for comparables, look for information that may help us to you know, conduct the transfer pricing as we live through this, as well as anticipating some of the documentation needs that will be coming up in the near future
0: and and again,
2: being mindful that uh, depending on the combination and the magnitude of the impact or even the direction right so there are clear winners in some instances and while many of the instances that we are gonna cover today relate to uh, sort of losers or you know, groups that are impacted negatively, uh, we shouldn't, you know, assume that that's the case across the board. And in fact, there are lots of instances where we see winners are, you know, really driving a lot of um, questions and a lot of um, potential TP work. Uh, The point is that, you know, we need to be very specific around first, how to ground our uh, viewpoint with respect to evolving facts and to how to bridge that with, you know, the current available information, which may be limited, and build that that bridge in a way that can be anticipated to be successful, or at least to mitigate some of the risk in the back end.
1: Thank you, Marco. Mohamed, if you were to look at, let's say, demand disruption for those that are adversely affected, what factors in particular do you think you pick out for people to look at?
3: Well, I think, Andrew, We have to look at the fundamentals of the tax strategy of the business and the transfer pricing strategy of the business in terms of dealing with demand side shock. So ordinarily, many businesses already have a long-term tax strategy or at least should have, or a transfer pricing strategy, which underpins their transfer pricing policy. And so we have to also make sure that businesses distinguish between short term and immediate changes and then medium to longer term changes and make sure that that is properly reflected in the overall strategy. So in the short term, you've mentioned already some of the shocks, Andrew, and indeed in the second quarter of this year and then through likely the third quarter, fourth quarter, many businesses will be suffering uh, extraordinary shocks in terms of costs, in terms of revenues, undoubtedly. But there are also associated with those shocks specific issues, some of which you've mentioned, including supply chain disruption, including impacts on the workforce. Now, those issues need to be dealt with in the short term in isolation, because there will be key business decisions that will be made and tax cannot be divorced from those business decisions. So in the short term, for example, when dealing with workforce related issues, it's important that tax and transfer pricing issues are also embedded in those discussions. And then in the medium to longer term, aside from dealing with those shorter term issues, when we're talking about revenue shock, most businesses, as I said, will already have a medium to long term strategy. So the principle of consistency is key. And understanding whether the shocks mean that the strategy needs a major overhaul Is also a key question to ask or is it the case that the business disruption means that the strategy still remains intact but we're talking about changes to the strategy changes to the transfer pricing policy that are more incremental and only by really getting to grips with the shorter term impacts and understanding how that links to the medium to longer term strategy can these types of questions be answered and then decisions be made in respect of dealing with the overall transfer pricing and tax strategy. So it's a bit of a complicated response, Andrew, but because I think there are so many different moving pieces affecting businesses right now, I think it is important to, to distinguish between
1: the short term and the long term. That's a really interesting point, I think, that because the government interventions and other factors that Marco was saying needed to be taken into account probably associated with the short-term strategy, are you inviting us to distinguish between a crisis, which is what we're in right now, and the medium to longer-term impact, which may be a recession as opposed to a pandemic, if you see what I mean? Yes, Andrew, I think
3: that's correct. Um, I think the immediate
1: need is to deal with the shorter-term impacts and then consider the longer-term strategy. And Marco, you mentioned government intervention when you spoke first. Uh, how do you think that impacts if that's a crisis issue, a short-term issue, as, as Mohammed is suggesting? And um, how, how do we take that into account?
2: Well, um, it's definitely uh, a short-term issue as we live it through uh, today. But it has long-term consequences and it's going to also influence the long-term circumstances. So actually, if you think about within the past, four months or five months, you know, the buck should just develop, right? So, it was first a supply chain shock, mostly driven by China and Asia-Pac, which then translated and moved towards uh, a demand shock and then an individual people displacement shock due to the lockdowns. And And now we're in a phase where, you know, some of these restrictions are being relieved, but still the mechanics and sort of the normal dynamics is changing. Government is responding. And what we can now, for C definitely governments will be in need of revenues, and this will put a lot of pressure on corporate with respect to positioning future audit that will likely be under severe scrutiny just for the forces at play in terms of, you know, uh, collection of revenue. The second is the the responses that the government will put in place will drive some of the incentives that groups are uh, now looking into. Whether it's for cash or for attributes or for other uh, redesigning, you know, we we are seeing definitely a supply chain redefinition, you know, as as a result of this. And I think going back to the strategy, um, there is more of an immediate urgency response that uh, I think taxpayers and engineering generic groups have started uh, grabbing and they are uh, putting in place, you know, sort of a framework to deal with it. But there is also a reassessment of. You know important levers. You know where the footprint should move, how the IP should be owned, the people and the individuals employed, where they should be located. Uh, what are also the counterparts with respect to government incentives? And this will play for, I, I would say, many years to come, and will influence how the uh, the landscape will evolve as we continue to go through this uh, this journey.
1: In the longer run, then Marco, you. First off, you mentioned the tax audits that we can be sure are coming because the governments will all need money. It dawns on me that when those tax audits come, it will not be this year that's under audit. It will be 16, 17 or 18. Mohammed, is that what you meant when you were talking about the importance of consistency with the group's overall TP policy?
3: Absolutely, Andrew. So I think I couldn't agree with Marco more that Undoubtedly, we are going to see an increase in the level of audits as many governments around the world face a huge amount of fiscal pressure. And we were already seeing that trend in any case. But I'm sad to say, I think the COVID crisis and post COVID will accelerate the urgency of governments to collect more revenues. And I think on a longer term basis, a key distinction that will be made by tax authorities upon audit will be the pre-COVID era and the post-COVID era. And those groups that do not have a good explanation for how they have evolved their strategy and seemingly benefit from potentially not having as a tax liabilities or lower tax liabilities will be under greater scrutiny. So this brings me to the point of um, of emphasizing that those those businesses, those groups that have um, a good story to tell that's supported by the facts, that's underpinned by the overall strategy historically pre-COVID, those are the ones that are more likely to be able to defend themselves more coherently in front of the authorities. I think this is the point I
1: was making about consistency. And then when we look forward to your long-term distinction I've lost track of the number of articles I've read that says the world will be different um, this time next year people won't be relying on so much on single countries or single plants to supply critical components people will be diversifying their logistics and other supply chain um, parameters and um, people will be working differently if my aim is consistency, doesn't that imply that my TP policies may evolve as well? Um, Marco, could you sort of pick up from where you left off the last time um, and tell us how you think the commercial and practical effects may impact on the transfer pricing?
2: Yeah, so transfer pricing in this context plays uh, both the lever of enabling uh, some of the new operating models and sort of new norm that will emerge from these dynamics. So in that sense, it's facilitating that strategy is part of the, the levers. The other is by not reacting appropriately, or by not being fully synced up, or not necessarily uh, finding the appropriate framework, uh, may provide risks. And, and so, you know, while enabling, there may be very different pressure points that are coming through uh, the tax system as a result, both of the you know the natural change internally, as well as We know also from, you know, the players at stake, you know, the governments, OECD, and generally the tax landscape. I would say a couple of good examples would be, you know, it may be possible to start seeing some transactions with with third parties, so uncontrolled transactions that may become available and, and therefore may be relevant for transfer pricing. Or on the other hand, there may be changes in the way the resources are allocated and also the individuals managing the resources and controlling those resources are located. This would be a situation where, you know, while there may be more challenges in recharacterizing the transaction, uh, tax authorities may have a stronger say in allocating income. In other words, repricing if the transfer pricing doesn't really follow that and, you know, maintain that uh, consistency. Here, consistency, I think it's in this context is not necessarily static. Its consistency is an input-output relationship where that, you know, depending on the input, you know, the output will change and that consistency is, is the balance between the two. I think in this context also the other comment is about documentation and, you know, anticipating the pressure in audits, what is key is providing a strategy in this context that is not just reactive but is also preparing uh for that pressure to come and so collecting information even if anecdotal that would support the circumstances and the facts that are experienced by the taxpayer now as opposed to three years down the road i think is absolutely key and it's going to be also a more efficient way to deal with that process Uh, preparing a planning analysis um, that perhaps turns into documentation and Then will be the basis of the opening of the audit in potential controversy is absolutely key. I I typically say, you know, current planning is future controversy. And it's even more so in these situations where there is more change and there will be even more pressure on the taxpayer. So I think there are elements both from an operational standpoint as well as from within the tax department uh, choices and, and things that can be controlled today. Uh, that offer a, you know, a strategic resolution or at least a strategic approach to manage the risk and to control part of the risk that is uh, naturally arising in this context.
1: If I was to summarize where I think we've got to, it would be something like, whilst a lot of people are focused on the here and now, and you've got to be, you do need to keep half an eye on the past. For a lot of people, the FY19 documentation is still to be prepared. You shouldn't assume that you're going back to whatever you had before by the time we get out of this, because business may look different. So stay close to the business to see what's happening. And that then brings us back to the here and now, which is, well, what is happening in the business? Because what you do now to deal with whether it's um, uh, demand shock, supply chain interruption, workforce, all three or some combination of them, Actually, that needs to be rooted and explained and the TP adjusted um, based on what's really happening in the business. So, Donna, there you have it.
0: Great. Thank you, Andrew, Mohammed, and Marco. And thank you to our listeners. We will continue to release these podcasts regularly and as the transfer pricing environment demands. We also encourage you to reach out to your regular PwC transfer pricing contact for immediate response. As always, your PwC teams stand ready to accompany you on this journey every step of the way. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you.
1: This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.